0: Welcome to the Yellow Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Juliet for duggar and today I am joined by a very special and beautiful, amazing guest, recording artist Ashley Stringer. And I have followed her mom and dad, Doug and Lisa Stringer, for many years and discovered her on Facebook. Found a YouTube video, saw her talking and sharing, decided I've got to get to know her and find out more about her story of resilience. So, Ashley, welcome to Yellow Soul. I'm so excited that you're with us today.
1: Thank you. It's such an honor. This is so God. So, thank you for the opportunity.
0: Oh, it's so good. So, how are you today?
1: I'm doing really good. I'm so grateful for this interview and like what God's going to do here. This week has been absolutely insane. Like, just with the Lord, just opening doors that I never thought were possible in this season. And wow. so I'm just like, whoa, like, just, I think I'm just overwhelmed, but with joy. I've likely, like, younger Ashley, like, I guess, like, the old me would maybe be nervous. Like, I would be nervous or emotional or like dramatic. I'm like, what's happening? What are all these changes? But I'm just excited. Like, I'm so, so excited. So it's been like beautiful. So, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: That's amazing to hear. Well, yeah. you've been preparing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God's like, let's pour it out, baby. Mm, for real. So good. We're so excited. Okay. We're going to dive in. So is it true that you've traveled to 23 nations?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. Wait, tell me more about that. 23 nations. That's a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, my parents are missionaries, you know, they have their own missionary, um, their own ministry. And so I had the pleasure just as a little girl to travel with them And I get to experience the world and the different cultures or how in certain places they honor their elders (laughs) and they care for the land. And sometimes you don't always see that at home base And so it was just a beautiful journey and I grew up homeschooled, so it it made life super easy to get to travel with them. Um, But it was beautiful. And then eventually as I got older and started pursuing my own ministry and God was, you know, really showing me my calling that I got to travel because of the doors that he was opening for me, not just getting to follow in my parents' footsteps. So it's been beautiful.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. It must have laid a really strong foundation for you to create and to build community around everything that you do.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I love that. So good. Okay. So you are a full-time content creator, recording artist. can't wait to talk (laughs) about your music and graphic designer. So do you Mm -hmm. freelance for your graphic design and content creation?
1: I do right now. I work a lot for our personal ministry or obviously for my content, uh, but I do a lot of freelance graphic design and it's been awesome because, um, man, I have always been an overall creative. I grew up a dancer. I loved, you know, writing songs, loved playing different instruments, but I didn't know that I had this creative gift, let's say to paint or design. Like that was just so not, Um, in my mind. That's not what I thought God had for me. Um, But around 17, 18, when I started doing dual credits, my last year of high school and into college that Lord was like, Hey, you know, let's give graphic design a try. And man, within a couple of months of like college, the Lord was like, I am blessing you with this gift of design and creativity, you know, a whole just different, um, level, in a whole different level, a whole deeper wow. way. And so it's been crazy. I mean, I didn't know, I did not know I like to paint. I did not know that was a gift that God was going <laughs> to give me. You really said full package here. <laughs> like when it comes to creative content, like we love to do the behind the scenes work too, of the designing, the the producing, the the filming, you know, the editing, that's a love, a passion now that I have. So That's it's just
0: incredible. That's so awesome. I'm stoked. I love that. What's one of your favorite projects that you've done?
1: Oh, man, let me think. Let me just say this one. Um, it's not even anything too crazy, but um, in that um, first couple months of college, I was really struggling just because I grew up homeschooled. So you throw yourself into college life as a somewhat sheltered homeschooler, even though I did get the chance to travel the world, that it was a big shock and a big change also just like physically and emotionally. Um, And I definitely didn't always have maybe the best professors that were the nicest. And so then it even felt like I was struggling with my relationship with them. And so it almost felt like they didn't even really believe in me in some ways. But yet my teachers, my professors are the ones that are supposed to encourage me and build me up. And so I remember I had um, a project in one class where it was all about um, something to do with like distance and like shapes. It was something really interesting. (laughs) I obviously me probably being the newbie in the class, everybody else had had all this experience in art and I was just kind of doing it because something in me felt like I should. And I ended up um, winning an award at the end of class for like the best like piece. Like I was getting A's. I don't know how, um, but somehow won an an award at the end for like best piece was so got it. I needed that encouragement because I was like, what am I doing? All these people are so gifted, but this is just something else you wanted to to bless me with. And so I had to just walk in confidence and he just gave me that wink. And that was really special. I'll never forget. That's
0: a good wink. Yeah. I love that. But it sounds like what you're saying is this was in you. He put it in you. It was there all along, right? It just, and I love that too, because it was a matter of you saying yes and you showing up and look what transpired from that one decision. That's, that's just crazy. And just the pieces of the puzzle, how that's played a role in you developing to be mm-hmm. able to create content and do graphic design that you found something that you love.
1: Absolutely. I think, um, you just have this, like almost these new glasses on, you have a mm. new vision, a new eye for color and fonts and just the way that you see God's beauty in his creation, um, in everything you know, when you, when you have that gift for art. And so I'm so, so grateful that the Lord let me have those other pair of glasses to see the world in a new light. So it was awesome. So good.
0: Let's talk about your music. You just released your song adoration. That is, it's so good. And then you also have that in Spanish. So you have two versions of that song. Where did you record that?
1: So I recorded that song here in Houston with an incredible team. Man, the story behind the song just really changed my life. I'd love to just go right into that, if that's all right. Let's go. uh, Man, since I was a little girl, the Lord has always just spoken to me or appeared himself in just dreams and visions and my mom says the first time she remembers I I told her about when I was 3 years old and it was I still can think back on it. it feels very vivid to this day um but he he's always spoken to me like that and that's just how our relationship is and there was one night where I was just really struggling with physical pain and I asked the lord for a hug <laughs> like I fully was laying in my bed in pain and I was like lord I really just I need you and um before I knew it, I closed my eyes and he appeared himself to me, you know, on a beach, this beautiful beach, you know, it felt like something you would see from like a book or on like the travel channel. Yeah. It was absolutely perfect. And it was like golden hour too. just, the most oh, amazing, you know, yeah. and I see Jesus on this beach and I run over to him and I say, Jesus, Jesus, my backpack is so heavy. Like I'm standing in front of the King of Kings. And the first thing I tell him is that my backpack is so heavy. Don't know why I'm wearing a backpack. Why is it heavy? We could start thinking about everything, but that's the yeah. first thing that happened. <laughs> when I see Jesus, he looks at me with these loving eyes of a father and just says, Ashley, it doesn't have to be heavy. Wow. And so again, because it's in our nature that I just complained to him for a little while yeah. on that. I'm standing in front of him with this massive backpack and I'm like, you don't understand. It's so heavy. You really don't get it. Jesus. Of course again, because you know, even in our complaining, he loves us. He's still telling us this is the truth. And he looked at me again and just said, it doesn't have to be. And so I finally listened to him at this point. I've taken the backpack off and I'm holding it in my hands. And he says, every time that you feel heavy burdened, Or, you know, you're struggling with self-doubt, whatever it is that, you know, your backpack's heavy, you're carrying a lot. I want you to come and meet me here at the shoreline, you know, at the edge of the water. And we're gonna take your backpack off and we're gonna release it into the water together. And we're gonna fully watch it float away. Not just partially, we're not just gonna put it in the water. Like we're gonna fully watch your burdens float away when you release them to me. That's exactly what we did. And then we released the backpack he just held me in his loving arms like a father and it was so so beautiful Juliet and when I woke up from that dream the Lord just really quickened my spirit to write a song and that is adoration and it's so beautiful with the chorus just sings of my soul longs to worship you and give you all of my adoration. Mm -hmm. So many of us that, you know, don't know Jesus, or maybe we're not in a consecrated walk with him, you know, we confuse this longing, um, this longing to give something, our adoration, our love, um, with things of the world, you know, like relationships or different idols that we, we put before Jesus and we worship them. We love them first. You know, we give them our time, but Jesus is saying, I created you. I created you to worship me, me first. It's good to love things, you know, and like things and you can see beauty in things. But when it comes to worship and adoration, like that's, that's for me. That's what I created you for. The chorus just sings that so beautiful. And the bridge talks about how your throne is an ocean. Like I watch my fears float away. And so it's a a long story, but my gosh, has that dream impacted me even up until like yesterday when I feel heavy burden and I just have to mentally think I'm putting my problems in the backpack. I just got to see myself on that beach and give them to you. And yeah. it's really helped me, you know, um, just a quick word for people listening is, man, that story's not just for me. <laughs> like, if you feel heavy burden, like let the Lord um, give you whatever that is for me. It's like, okay, I got to envision my backpack. What's your your story, your motivation to like keep you going to or to release things at his throne? Maybe it's the same. Use Use what the Lord gave me of think of yourself on a beach and give him the backpack, put the problems in the backpack and watch them float away when you surrender it to him. Um, but it's been so beautiful. It's been so motivating, so encouraging, even moments where I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. And I'm like, oh, wait, the backpack, I gotta give it. Yeah, I gotta so give it. And oh, so-
0: Ashley, it's so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners are pausing and they're running to the shoreline. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Oh, what? there's so much in my backpack." It is so powerful what what you're describing that visual of being on the shoreline and how heavy that mm-hmm. backpack becomes, and just that childlikeness that we bring it to him, that we trust him, and let's do it together. Like that's what I hear you saying. You know, yes. That love, that love of God, the love of Jesus Christ is saying, "Let's." You don't have to stand on the shoreline alone. Right. Mm -hmm. You came to him and he's like, we are going to watch it disappear into the ocean of my love. Mm -hmm. Like, we're going to watch this go away that he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. So, so beautiful. I love that so much. So, Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to press pause and run to the shoreline.
1: (laughs) Right. Right now, we all need a Um, reminder. We all need that reminder. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, and the other piece of that is just to circle back to something that, that you just said, and that is transferring our affections to Jesus, that adoration, that worship. And I love the, uh, on Spotify is where I, is where I listen. And so I mm-hmm. love the video of you sitting on the beach. So hearing your connection of the shoreline and the backpack and how that, how that song came to life is mm-hmm. is so amazing. So thank you for sharing that. When did you release that song? That was released not too long ago, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, so I released Adoration around November of 2022. So it's been almost four months now and it's just been beautiful to see the impact that song has had um, on so many lives and also just the Spanish version. You know, um, my my family is Hispanic, you know, <laughs> so um, I always knew that at some point I wanted to honor my heritage at the end of the day and do a worship song in mm-hmm. Spanish um, so it really felt like the Lord just said the adoration would be the perfect start. I hope and I pray that there's more Spanish music in the future. But I believe adoration was a great start, and um, it's been awesome to see relatives that you know would you know, listen to my English music, but now have like their yeah. own special Spanish song so that they can listen to whenever. So it's been beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. You know yeah,
0: that's amazing to be able to honor that your legacy and your heritage and your roots of your family and how you've been raised and what you came from. And I've listened to both and they're just beautiful. I don't understand every word, but <laughs> I know the versions. I try, mm-hmm. but it, it's all, you know, for me, it's, I feel, I feel the goodness of God when I'm listening to it. So yeah. it's, a, your voice is so beautiful. Tell me about your other music. I want to talk to about, I was listening to, I heard a song, I believe you released, uh, was it 2017 that you released Willow tree?
1: Oh my, maybe it's felt like forever ago. Yeah,
0: that's it's I was just I was just going (laughs) through going through some of your music, but there was some music, but there was something that caught my my attention, and that is your uh, your song Simple Smile. I really want to know about your story. There was six years ago, there was a decision that you made at 15 that was very defining for you, and you launched at 15 years old an anti-bullying campaign, right? Right. And that song, was it that campaign inspired that song or was it the other way around?
1: The other way around, man, the Simple Smile story is is a crazy one. When I was 12, 12 or 13, I was uh, experiencing bullying, you know, firsthand and it was really difficult season. Um, Felt so alone and really just questioned my value um, in life, does my life have value? Um, would there be a difference in people's lives if I left, like just fully was struggling with some really negative thoughts. Um, and I grew up a dancer. And so there, that was really like, and again, with the being homeschooled, my, my dance team was my everything. That's really where I got a lot of my social life <laughs> Like that that was in, in that team. Um, but there was just a lot of, you know, bullying and, um, shame and just feeling really alone and just could not make friends. And during that season of the bullying and these negative thoughts, that's around the time when my dad got diagnosed with stage four cancer because of the no having friends (laughs) thing, you know, Um, my dad was like my best friend, you know, I was really, really close. We still are, but you know, we were really, really close at that age with that possible loss. And then just, you know, we can touch on it in a minute, but just the health issues, man, I, I struggled with just a lot of health issues from a really young age. And I feel like around that time was kind of when it was almost at its peak It made, you know, dance or just life in general really difficult because I was always having to sit out on routines. I couldn't, you know, push as hard as other kids. Uh, My body just didn't work the same, you know, adding those three things just on top of each other at um, such a young age was really, really difficult, but praise the Lord that I had parents that directed me to the Lord and to his word in my moments of challenge. I just grew really, really close to God at 12 or 13. I was young. Um, Man, just really fell in love with the Lord in a new way. I grew up in church, but that was really... I call my testimony story of just when I fell in love with the Lord and because of dance, I was very connected to music, but I did not play an instrument. I wasn't like songwriting. I love to sing, but it was in those moments where God just gave me this gift of songwriting, playing guitar. I taught myself for a while and eventually got a guitar teacher, but he just started pouring out these songs and just teaching me um, the value of a simple smile. Something I so longed for in the midst of the bullying and the hurt was my goodness. Can you take a second to smile at me, to acknowledge me? I felt so alone, you know, even just leadership wise, it was like, no one spoke to me. I did not understand the people that were supposed to pour into me or invest in my life and love me when they knew you know, that my family was going through a really tough time, but it felt like no one cared. But that's where I really realized like the Lord cares. The Lord cares for my life, that my life has value. During just my my season of just loneliness is where the Lord really helped me understand the value of a simple smile. And that was something that I just so deeply longed for, was for just someone to acknowledge me and make me feel seen. Um, yeah. Because people knew my issues. In some way, you know, they they knew what was going on. Um, you know, a lot of people talk. I <laughs> think word gets out that, you know, things are happening when it comes to family or um she she has health issues. So it's like, okay, people know what's going on, but even then, wow. like there was just no kindness, but but I realized then the value of a smile, the value of kindness, the value of holding the door open for somebody. The the value of if the the minute you think her hair so beautiful, well, why don't you tell her? I don't tell her, you know, like if you think their shoes are cool, why are you not telling them? I'm fighting my flesh every day, even now as a 20 year old. And I was dealing with that at 12 of I, wherever I'm at, if I think something's beautiful, if I want to compliment someone, that's not just for me to think in my head. That is for me. It's the Holy Spirit telling me, and I should just go up and acknowledge them and let Absolutely. them know. Because who knows what that that kind word, that kind gesture can do for someone? I know for for me in that season, and even in daily moments where you're just struggling, whether it be like your personal bad attitude or like <laughs> <laughs> like where man, when someone holds a door open or they just say, "I like your necklace," how that just like makes my day a little bit better. Yeah. how much like life it gives to me when like somebody speaks life over me yeah. and so at a young age the lord taught me that lesson and it was beautiful how he even though in some ways i didn't feel like i had a lot of hope even though i was really trying to trust you know the hope in jesus that he started pouring out all of these hope filled songs And gave me just these opportunities to record those songs and um, everything that's written on that Simple Smile EP came from that that 12-year-old Ashley that was hurting, but really trying to see a positive perspective in it all. And, you know, trying not to judge a book by its cover, trying to be kind and really also gave me that heart for just anti-bullying you know, mental health issues, suicide awareness, how can we talk about these things um, after experiencing it, you know, some of these issues firsthand um, and just giving me new eyes, again, like with the art thing of new eyes, how can I, how can I see who's hurting? How can I be kind? You know, even if I can't see, how can I be kind to those um, that just might need a wink from heaven? How can you use me, God? You know?
0: Precious. You took your pain, all of that pain at such a young age, tender Mm -hmm. age, 12, 13 to 15 years of age. And that you took that pain, Ashley, and said, I'm gonna turn this into power. That is a watershed moment in your life. One -hmm. way before, right? And then everything changed for you to be able to stand up on the inside, Mm -hmm. even if you were flat on your face and crying Mm -hmm. and hurting, and to be able to say if i'm suffering there's others out there who are suffering too there's there's another young girl or a young young guy that is going through some really dark nights and dark moments and mm-hmm. you know if it's not health challenges maybe it's something within their home maybe it's something that they're struggling with and what's really also powerful about your story is knowing that you are in an environment where your mom and dad love Jesus. Yes. They serve God, right? You have this environment that, that you live in that's beautiful mm-hmm. and healthy and vibrant and growing. And here you are as a young girl, how easy to think, what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Why can't I get it together? Why is this happening to me? And knowing that God doesn't hold our fallacies and our frailties and our questions against us. Like it just draws his love that much closer to us, that intimacy that he offers to us in our lives. And for you to be in that environment and and to struggle.
1: And still struggle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And
0: still struggle. And know that at 12, 13 years of age, yet all of this is mounting in your life. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing you say is, but Juliet, my desperation met the love of Jesus. And I started to know who god was for me i wanted to find out who jesus christ is for me because you've grown up at this point yes then you have these these challenges and these hurdles in your own life right Mm -hmm. and and then this happening to your father and all of this is just coming at you Mm -hmm. and for you to be able to posture yourself in a way to say what am i going to do with all this pain, mm-hmm. I'm going to turn it into power. I want it to. I want it to bring glory to God. You released your EP. When was that? Was that also? Was that at 15?
1: I, yes, it was uh, as at 15 as well. The Lord just opened some really incredible doors to to record those songs, and it just uh, took some time and development. And at
0: 15.
1: Went, <laughs> it, was, it was. Wow. It was so like I, um, the things that God did that just prepared me for the seasons that I'm even walking in now. To to know how to to handle yourself in a recording studio. What wow. a
0: production, wow. laying that foundation for you, preparing you for for what mm-hmm. was to come. Oh yeah. Oh, so good.
1: God's so timing good. is perfect. So so perfect. So. and so
0: you travel and and speak mm-hmm. because this is your heartbeat.
1: I always tell mom because she's usually the one that's always with me when we do shows. Just, <laughs> you know, dad's dad's schedule a little bit more busy um, than the both of us, but she's usually with me. And so is one of my close friends now. And I always tell them if it's if I can just let me say this. I um growing up, I maybe didn't always have great leaders that surrounded me that really poured into my life that talked about the hard things aside from my family, you know, were there for me through the struggle again, that just poured into my life. And we're not afraid to talk about hard things. Yes, It's like, man, if I have a student's attention, whether that be 10 minutes to 40 minutes. How can I impact their life? How can I be that big sister for them in that time period that can invest in them, that can love them, that can remind them of their identity in Christ, that can just speak life over them. The word never returns void and just pray with them and love them. I always think about that before going into a show. It's just the one, you know, who's struggling with self-harm at home and will go home tonight and not feel the need to do that anymore you know um, or yeah. listen to a song that just speaks negative over them you know negative words over their life and they they feel this desire in the, their heart to not do those things anymore it's like how can i just love you to see how much jesus loves you because i love you because jesus does yes. and so i want to you know pour into your life so it's been great again man 12 year old ashley could have never imagined in those hurt filled nights, (laughs) those, those really, really hard, hard nights where I'm just crying my eyes out, not understanding why, um, how he would just take my pain and then give me the opportunity just to bless so many people through positive, hope-filled music because of him. And then also just to get to speak life over them and pour into their lives. So I'm so grateful, even though the challenges were hard, the doors that he's opened and just the, the time of ministry, has been so him and so so fruitful and so my gosh, thank you Jesus that you let me endure so that I can minister to others. You know, mm-hmm. and that and your your glory, um, your name can be known. Thank yeah. you. You know, yes. I see that perspective now <laughs> as a young adult. <laughs> yeah.
0: <Don't tell> your <laughs> Hey, a hey, young Ashley. Hey, twelve year old. <laughs> Just wait. Yeah, absolutely. See, see what God will do. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we yes. I, I pray that parents that are listening to this that have yeah. young adults or young people in their home that are struggling, that they may listen to your story and be mm-hmm. able to, to know that they're going to get through this. And I love that you, you kept showing up and you kept saying yes.
1: So like I mentioned earlier, growing up, I struggled with a lot of health challenges and that made life difficult. Um, I felt so alone in my health issues. I went a long time without being properly diagnosed with certain issues that led to many years of just struggling and sitting in pain and almost feeling like I was crazy because it was like, why am I struggling with all of these symptoms, all of these um these issues, but there's no answer. And, and doctors are not, you know, giving you any hope or prescribing you the right type of medicine or treatment. I, for so, so long, maybe even up until... A couple years ago, maybe let me give myself some grace. Maybe even a year ago, <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go, so, sister. Grace, like, upon let's, grace,
1: let's be yeah. like genuinely. I rocked the title Sick Girl every day of my life. I rocked it, I almost wore it with pride. Like, I'm sick, that's my story. Maybe, maybe he'll heal me. I mean, I know that he's a miracle working God, but I'm in pain and I'm used to it. I live like this. I'm numb to it in in some ways too. And so I would just rock that title of sick girl, like a sticker on my forehead, like before he even met me, let me tell you my struggle. I'm sick, by the way, if you didn't know, like, I just, I just rocked it. I let it consume me because I was in constant pain and I did not in some ways know how to fully overcome that. It really wasn't until not too long ago where I feel like the Lord really, really had to address that issue and help me understand that sick girl, that's not what he says over me. He doesn't look down at me and say, sick girl, sick girl. Oh my gosh. You're not answering sick girl. Like he doesn't call me that. He calls me child of the King. Hello. Like he doesn't, he doesn't say that to me, but he speaks these beautiful, like life-giving truths over my life that I'm his, that I'm beautifully and wonderfully made that every single part of me was designed for a purpose, that I have destiny. Again, where some of the peak challenges, I was really questioning my worth and just, do I belong here? But he constantly just says over and over in scripture, these beautiful truths that my life has value, that he created me for a purpose. Like I said, I have destiny and I need to walk in it and realize that, yes, I may have physical challenges, but that does not define me. It's a part of my testimony for those that are also struggling with different health challenges that you can feel so alone. But there yeah. are so many people that are also struggling and maybe not even with physical, but just mental health issues. It's it's hard. But yeah. you know what? God says that we don't need to fear that we need to trust him when we're struggling with um, the anxiety of it all too. Because my gosh, it can cause a lot of anxiety of when am I ever going to get better? Um, but I just pray that... Um, the Lord allows you to find the right people that can support you. Just speaking to those that are also struggling, that you can find the right doctors, the right medicine, Um, that God will make a way. But now when it comes to identity, I rocked it. But now that I really see that this is not how God made me, but again, it's just a part of my story, I can walk in godly confidence in who I am.
0: What do you feel like was the shift for you crossing over? Do you feel like it was gradual? Do you feel like there was, it was a process or was there just this epiphany that showed up one day where you're like, I, I'm, this is not my label. I'm not going to own this anymore. I'm going to exchange that. I'm, I'm no longer going to identify with sick girl. Mm -hmm. Like I can acknowledge, right. It's not that you're in denial that this exists and that this is happening. You're leaning into God, this is going to take up residence in my heart. Like this is, I want fear and anxiety to vacate the premises of my life. Mm -hmm. And I want to take on the identity that says that in the process, I'm, I'm whole and I'm healed. And
1: and I'm going to keep creating. I will say it was very gradual, very, very gradual. Mm -hmm. I think, um, just because again, it was, it felt so many years of just constant pain. So it was definitely a slower process, really trying to trust God. I wish it was immediate. I wish I could have said, Lord, I'm giving you my hundred percent, all of my trust, but, um, it took a minute. And it was hard also just breaking negative cycles that I was in of just, living in that that state of mind um, but praise the lord i i wasn't really up until um maybe april of 2022 <laughs> where i finally got properly diagnosed with certain things and i once then i was able just to you know walk in the right type of treatment and also decide for myself like i'm taking care of my body like there are no cheat days <laughs> you know what i mean like you <laughs> have to do what you got to do to yeah. walk in wholeness and that, you know, that looks different for certain people, but for me, a lot of it was I had some undiagnosed food allergies and my goodness, I was living with side effects of like severe nerve damage, um, or not being able to have, you know, certain capacity of my body. Like I could never run really even though growing up a dancer, I never had that full capacity and I'm still working on it. Um, But it wasn't up until then where I feel like the Lord really was able to do a miraculous work. When I also said, Lord, I'm going to put in the work and I'm going to take care of my body and I'm going to exercise and I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to stay on my diet. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because especially as a young person, you're feeling that peer pressure of, no one around me also has health problems (laughs) and they're all eating this way. And they're all going to these restaurants and they're having these experiences and I'm not going to be able to, I'm not, but it's like, I'm going to be okay with that. This is just what I'm called to in the season. God can do more healings in the future but it's not just okay god heal me it's like you got to put in the work too it's like i'm, I'm gonna stay strong Heck, yes. you me? okay i'm gonna walk in it i need you to give me strength yes. because it's really hard but i know that right medical professionals were able just to come in and help me
0: yeah me. so good
1: and then i was able just to surrender you know those fleshly <laughs> desires to the lord um i feel like you know in the la- last this last year um just just a new level of strength to just be committed Committed to focusing on my health. And again, letting go of that title, you know, of sick girl yes. and just yeah. walking in wholeness and he's doing a new thing and man, it can feel so alone, but, but God's right there with you in the health challenge, right there with you, right there with you. You're never alone.
0: That's right. Yeah. His fingerprints are everywhere. Mm -hmm. I love that building a community around you. I find for most people, it's a process. Like you said, you can remember April of 2022. You know, there's that moment where we can go back and we can remember that you took responsibility, you took responsibility for your health. And instead of, of living in fear of what are the doctors going to say, or what could I be diagnosed with Mm -hmm. instead of living in this space and this tension of fear of the unknown for you to be able to, yeah. And fear of man. Yeah. And taking that step of courage and being brave say, just lay it all out there for me, you know, lay it all out there and let's, let's start to chip away at this. What, what Mm -hmm. do I need to do different? Breaking it. I love that, that word cycle, you know, breaking out of the cycles and the patterns, because if we want different, we have to do different. Yeah. We have to do something. We have to do something different and do everything we can yes. right? give God everything that he possibly needs to work with. And we show up and trust him, trust him to to do the super on the natural
1: for, for me, it's like praying for the right support system around me too. Lord, I pray yeah. that you just give me friends that will support me in my health journey. They're not going to make fun of me. <laughs> they're going to understand they're going to, they're going to be loving yeah. when we can't go to certain restaurants. Cause I can't eat there. <laughs> Like they're, they're going to be supportive that my, my family's right there with me. And so I just pray that that encourages someone who's listening. If you're also in your own health journey, that pray that God gives you the right community that will support you and cheer you on. And it won't be a struggle for you, but they will love you through it. And they'll be with you. They're going to be your biggest cheerleaders. God can that's answer that heart's great. desire. And he, yeah. he totally has in this last season of giving me a great community um, that doesn't make me feel alone in my health challenge. But as the first people to, to say, oh, we know you can't eat there. So let's go find you something that you can eat. And we're all gonna love it. Like, we're gonna love it. We're all gonna be happy about it. <laughs> Ashley, you pick the that's restaurant. So You're good. You he know, is. hey, do you have something to eat? You know, it's, you know, yes, stuff along those lines. God will provide those heart's desires um, and those right friendships and um help your family too just to be understanding and give them patience you know and you have patience yes. with them because it's it's a hard learning process for everyone he god can answer those hearts desires i i just my yes. life testimony just because man when in the midst of those health challenges i felt so alone like lord would you give me people that would be understanding that could really see me yeah. as a me through it all, and he has. He totally has, and I know that it's not the end. He's going to continue to bring amazing people around me that will support me through it. Um, so I pray that that just encourages someone. Pray for those hearts' desires. He will give it to you. <laughs> it is perfect timing.
0: I'm so happy for you that you have that support and that community. And and I agree a hundred percent. Having <laughs> the people around us to support us and to love us and to champion our hearts to challenge us. Right um because it can be it can be so very isolating for someone else like you said earlier a simple smile right and letting mm-hmm. us know that we're seen heard known and loved and yeah. it may be as simple as like hey i knew you were allergic to nuts <laughs> or i know you're allergic to gluten or whatever it may be and for someone to just show up, you know, a friend to show up with a meal that is free of all that, or they went and got you a pressed juice because they know you can't have whatever it is. Right. Uh, so those, those things are, it, it matters, you know, it, so whatever it is, I, I love that. That's so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. I do hope that that encourages someone else to pray for the community around them for people to to be understanding and to be compassionate, whatever it is that they're walking through. I want to talk about your writing process, to mm. inspire other creatives, whatever it is that, that they are dreaming about creating, but the writing process for you, what do you love most about
1: writing? It really feels like just the way that I breathe. I'm <laughs> like, like, I, I, uh, I, like, I just can't imagine life without it. Um, I was even just talking with, my mom the last couple of days about just songwriting and how beautiful it is and how it's just one of the many ways that god speaks to me um in those moments where i i feel alone happy whatever the feeling is that he's just there with me um but it's just truly the way that i breathe like i i can't imagine not songwriting and in this season i'm really challenging myself to write every day it's so important to strengthen that muscle and grow it and work it and push it <laughs> and so um I'm just, again, challenging myself to find um, creativity or be inspired by literally anything. Um, I was talking to someone recently and they said, in those moments where you don't know what to write about, you better start talking about the sheetrock. Never stop growing that muscle and do whatever it takes to be inspired. You just got to start somewhere. Just, Just start. Like If you feel that heart's desire to songwrite, to be creative in those ways, just go for it. The Lord will, will reveal things to you. He will speak to you. If you invite him into the conversation, you know, if you invite him into the songwriting session, just Lord, I want you to be with me. And he will speak when you invite him.
0: Yeah. So good. What about your environment? What, what does inspire you? Are there certain spaces in your home or outside of your home that, that bring you creativity and inspiration?
1: For some reason, my room is just always hits really good. (laughs) like (laughs) that's your happy place my room is so my happy place I Mm -hmm. think there definitely are different places that inspire me but there just happens to be um a corner of my room and really it's like right here where we were talking um where I will sit here for hours and I will just let the Lord speak to me in this corner is where I wrote adoration you know I I for some reason oh we're sitting in the sacred space
0: right now (laughs) like
1: but I am so honored honored. I love I love a good floor right You can put me on a couch or a seat. I want to be on the floor. Like I, I want to sit on the floor. (laughs) I want to sit on the carpet. I want to feel the presence of the Lord. Like, like, let me get on my face. But it's, it's, yeah, that's just to me, it's really, for some reason, my room is just where I feel like the Lord pours out the most. I think I'm in this season where God's speaking so much. It's like, my ears just never turn off, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, I guess yeah it's just been crazy. I just I think I'm just always in this mode of I'm always listening. I'm always listening because he just doesn't stop speaking.
0: Like yes 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 <laughs> I love that. He
1: never, he never does. I mean cuz he literally speaks right. just nature. You know, the sun came up this morning. He's speaking, but it's directly to me and so I've just really learned in this season just to never tried to shut him out or turn my ears off of just constantly be in the state of listening and waiting. And in those moments where I can't sleep of being like Samuel and just saying, yes, God, like, do you have anything? You don't have to, because I would love to sleep, but I want to say something like, I want to be all in. I want to be ready. I want to almost have like a hearing aid. I want to have it on. I always want to be ready for when you speak, um, and also have that just direction to make sure that it's not my flesh, you know, and just discernment to to know that it's you, you know, and and to just go all in. So oh, yeah. um, we can
0: choose to to see that he is, or believe that he's not. Yeah, right. Like you said, oh, the sunrise, yeah. the sunset, the trees. Just thinking about our breath, waking mm-hmm. up, your eyes opening, and laying in bed and saying, "God, thank you for allowing me to wake up today." Yeah. He's, he's always there. Even if God seems silent, that he is never absent.
1: Oh yeah. He's
0: always there. Right. That he never leaves our story. So what does it feel like for you? Actually the night before, you know, it's coming, your yeah. producers are like, it's about to hit.
1: I think you feel the most vulnerable, mm-hmm. just the absolute most vulnerable. Um, there's obviously I can genuinely say there's not been a release up until this point. I don't think there ever will be where, you know, my heart's not fully in it. You know, that's, those are my stories. Like, this is like, you're reading my diary, even if the song maybe doesn't seem like that to the, to the listener, but it's like, this is my diary. This is my heart's cry, what you're listening to. So I feel like I'm just. I'm there, like I'm fully out here, just so vulnerable with you. Um, and so a part of me is definitely a little bit nervous. It's like, wow, my story is about to be on display for the entire world. I hope you receive it well. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the Lord ministers to you through it. At the end of the day, definitely you feel that vulnerability, but it's always excitement because every song that I have released or that I plan on releasing, it's from the Lord, his words, not mine. He, he gave me these lyrics. And so I know that he's he's ministering to people, that his, his word, his voice is being known. And so it's just so special. It's so, so special.
0: Listening to your music, I can hear your life with God come through. I can hear the light in your music and the love that you have to create a life that is there for others to know what is possible. Yeah. Knowing that you've taken so much in your life. Mm-hmm. And because he said, Ashley, I need you to do this. Yes. I need you to share your story. I need you to to let others know that overcoming is possible. So, you also have a YouTube channel. Yes, we do. A lot of hope and inspiration.
1: On my YouTube channel, we're getting overall behind the scenes content of what it's like to be a recording artist. Like at the end of the day, what's it like in the meetings? What's it like in a composing session? Um, What's my songwriting process like? What's inspiring me? I love my content to release around that life? Like what, what's it like? How is God speaking to me? And then of course there's your fun videos with, um, like my food allergies. I love to do a little in the kitchen with Ashley Stringer. Like I love to share those videos. I love that. I'm, I'm looking for those videos. So if if I'm not going to watch the content, then why would I want to put it out? If I'm not going to receive something from it as well, you know, then for what? Um, so I I would encourage all creatives if you're not viewing your own content and you wouldn't like it, (laughs) but I posted it. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. but man, a lot of vlogs, a lot of just lifestyle content. But I really in this, especially in this next season, want everything to really stay music based um and faith-based. So just a lot of encouraging talks. It's definitely my channel leans more for the girls, but it's really for everyone. <laughs> um, but um, it's been just a special way for me just to um, be creative. And so I'm very thankful that the Lord has um, allowed me just to um, use that platform, you know, in a positive way. So it's been yeah. really special as well.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I know you're just, you're just knocking it all out, man. You're <laughs> yeah. all kinds of social media and creating oh, yeah. <laughs> your music. So any, uh, any future collaborations that are on the horizon for you with your music?
1: There is so much going on behind the scenes, like just so, so much that I really wish I could go more into, but I I will just say the Lord has again, opened doors that Ashley didn't expect. And I think that's something that I'm like, well, Ashley, why were you expecting anything? Like you you need to trust God and he is the God of the unexpected. He does the impossible. So it's just been a season of thinking things were going to go one way, but he has flipped the script completely, but in the most beautiful way. And, um, just all these really great positive, life-changing moments that have happened recently. And I just can't wait to share more. But it's all about just surrendering and trusting. Um, so I, I can't wait for you to hear the music that is coming hopefully soon. Um, and worst case on the YouTube channel. So if we're not subscribed to Ashley Stringer, we should be because my goodness, <laughs> there will be new music on there. I'm teasing stuff all the time. And for anything, it's to encourage you, it's to inspire you, it's for God to speak to you, not for you to hear a pretty voice or a pretty melody but i believe that god wants to speak to you to the viewers um to the listeners um it's never about me he he fully gave me every lyric it's him speaking through the song so i hope the answer is yes oh
0: yeah i mean you know it leaves us a little there's some there's some intrigue and mystery but you know that's what you gotta do you gotta you gotta give us a little bait and keep us holding on So tell us where our listeners can find you. Give us all, we'll put this in the show notes of our podcast, but let's let's have all of your socials.
1: Absolutely. So you can find me on any social media platform under Ashley Stringer Music. And then the same thing with any streaming platform as well. You can just look up Ashley Stringer or specifically Adoration, and you should be able to find me. And then the website is just ashleystringer.com. And I would love to hear from you. I'd love to you know, see what God is speaking to you through the music, through the vlogs, through an Instagram post. I just pray that you, you feel so encouraged and overwhelmed with joy. Through anything that you watch or you listen to or you read so
0: ashley thank you for sharing your remarkable story of resilience and i do believe that our listeners have found some hope and peace and joy along the way in our giggles and to our listeners we hope that you felt that you were sitting here with us today and hanging out and that you've enjoyed the chat so friends until next time ashley and i are signing off Cheers. Play, as you said at the beginning. Oh, okay. yes. Please play. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.